Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We interrupt this record to bring you a special bulletin. The reports of a flying saucer hovering over the city have been confirmed. We switch you now to our on-the-spot reporter downtown. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. V-I-G! I used to think flagellants was something to laugh about. Truth is, 300 million Americans a day expel gas through their anus. To learn more about flagellants, you can visit my ass. I'm here with Goose the Cat. Goose, what was it like working alongside the talented and lovely Brie Larson? It was perfect. That is what champions are made of. Whoa, whoa, ho, ho, whoa. You're a little excited. And now, how do you guys get along? You guys get along well? Pretty good. Yeah. Do you have a lot in common? Yeah. Like what kind of stuff? Gay stuff. Our feature presentation. Can you hear this? Yeah, nailed it. Can you it. hear this? Uh. Oh, okay, better, yeah. That's <laughs> how we start every show. Mic check. Uh-huh. Oh. That's our way of mic checking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Tuesday morning, the 4th of June. Uh, what's up, wackadoodles? Hey. Okay. Hey. Don't hate it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were chuckleheads for a long time. Yeah, I didn't like that. I like chuckleheads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like I, that you think that's gone. That we were chuckleheads for a long time. Like that's now done. <laughs> well, and I mean, has been done for a while. You don't has hear it, it? and will never it. come back. Aww. You don't hear it much anymore. But a listener, uh, a listener, was it a listener who named us chuckleheads, or was it? I feel like now I'm getting this story wrong. Like it was some sort of a. I think it was a, a guest, maybe who was critical of us and called us chuckleheads. It was an article that was critical. Oh, what's what said it was. it was in writing. It was an article. That's right. Oh, no. That means it's true. Yeah. I now the, the it's starting to come into focus, and okay. it had to do with the lead singer of Against Me coming in on the show. Oh, maybe oh, really? avoid this whole yeah. topic. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And apparently, let's get to the thing. No, we get it. You were idiots. Yes, we got it. You were idiots. We We get it. May have been misspoken. Hey, hey, does Bean have time for the thing? And then an article said that Kevin and we're chuckleheads. Well, then you should embrace that name because that's the the nicest thing they could have called you. Correct. And look, look. Look, what's your thing? Do we have time? Do we have time? (laughs) Uh, Before we get to the thing, I actually, believe it or not, I have a couple of emails I wanted to read. We never read emails anymore, but we do get some, we do get a lot of good ones. And I had just two I was going to read real fast, and then we'll see if we have time for the thing. Mm -hmm. First is from our good friend Edwin, who is uh, kind enough to try to keep the show on track. And he points out, uh, he wrote this email this morning, said, I haven't heard my radio crush, Chip, lately. He wanted to know if she was touring. Chip was on vacation last week. She came back yesterday. Please play some Chip clips for us Chip heads. <laughs> yes, we are now. <laughs> so I thought you'd appreciate knowing there are Chip heads yeah. out there, Chip. Hey, mm-hmm. guys, thank All right. You. And led by Edwin, you win. Yeah. Yeah. I think you guys make a cute couple. 
You are uh, you are Wait back. A it's my husband. <laughs> oh, that's right. I Long term. You are back. How about a few words on your vacation for Edwin and the others who missed you last week, Chip? Did you have a good time? My car broke down. I was, that, that was most of my week. Yes. So. All right. Vacation broke yeah. down. <laughs> Woohoo! And you mastered what video game? Uh, Mortal Kombat 11. So come at me, people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so email number two, and I uh, I regret that I didn't bring this up because we were doing that topic about family members who almost killed you. Yes. In a funny way, accidentally. Mm-hmm. Podcast listener, Tom writes in, podcast listener, so I missed the honor of him, but I did want to share my close call about almost killing my wife. We had a 450-pound bear getting into our trash cans over the weekend, so I moved the cans into the garage so that there was no temptation for him to come back as my wife leaves for work around 4 a.m. because I'm a good husband. Well, she woke me up in the morning to let me know that I had left the garage door open. Oh, excellent. <laughs> The trash cans were dumped over, and the light connected to the safety sensor was on, meaning it had been tripped 30 seconds prior. So the bear was in the garage when she went out to go to work. Oh, my God. Uh, Are you positive what he was trying to accomplish there? That he was trying to protect her? Instead of protecting her, I had baited her. Yeah. (laughs) Oops, my bad. I let her know later that I had no motive. Our life insurance doesn't cover bear attacks, <laughs> says Tom in La Cunada, Flinridge. What does she do, morning radio? I don't know. Not I, Four she could, be a, huh? could be a nurse. She could work at a, yeah. a, a store that opens early or a convenience store or something. I don't know. But imagine going out to your garage in the morning and there's a bear oh, in it. It's a dream. It'd be amazing. You want to be you get... torn apart by a bear? Oh, oh, you don't That's know. That's how she wants to die. Yeah, I just I want to go in for a hug, and if it kills me, I got the hug. So be it. Right? You, you literally could be oh. one of those people who died doing what they loved, which yes. is hugging a bear. Yes. Which is weird because you're afraid you're going to get killed everywhere you go. But humans are so different. But like, in this particular yeah. instance, this is what you want. This is nature. A bear doesn't see me as like a threat to a job or a husband. A bear sees me as a threat to its ecosystem. And bear that's sees you as hot. a tasty treat. That's <laughs> yeah, what a bear yeah, as a morsel uh-huh, sees uh-huh. you as. But uh, but I would probably think... not a full meal. But uh, he'll fight <laughs> like a app. No, like a beef jerky stick. <laughs> <laughs> But, Allie, wouldn't you say that if you walked up to 100 bears, you'd be likely to be killed by almost all of them? If you walked up to 100 people, you'd be likely to be killed by almost none of them. I Have you hung out with me? Yes, <laughs> a lot of people just... want to murder me. No. Um, no, no, here's the thing. I was a changed person when I fed a grizzly bear a marshmallow out of my mouth. And granted, it was a bear that was slope? trained let's, for let's movies. Let's pump the brakes here. You did what? <laughs> I fed a grizzly bear mm-hmm. a marshmallow out of my mouth. That was in your mouth. Yellowstone? It was in my mouth. No, it was a bear that was trained for movies. But at any and point, drugged. well, no, he was he was in all his capacities. What? Listen, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just saying, bears are wonderful. So how lucky to be leaving for your day and be like, oh, there's a bear. How, what a great day! But I think you would be. Terrified as Tom's wife most likely was. At first, I'd go, oh, "What is that bear?" Oh, it's time. Someone brought it's me a time bear. It's let's time. do this, and then I'd be like, "Let's let's hug." And, <laughs> and then, then it would be, and like, then, oh. <laughs> "Yeah." That's so the strangest way I've ever heard of, that somebody wants to die. 
Yeah, it is. It's really weird. Yeah. Pretty specific, too. Are yeah. you super jealous when you see these people who have raised cubs into adults and they live among them? No, because I don't think that's right. I don't think... It, bears are for the wild. So mm-hmm. if I sneak... That's a girl that was delighted by feeding a marshmallow out of her <laughs> mouth with one. But they should be in the wild. And that's mm-hmm. why I know that I th- if I'm out camping... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and I come after, across You mean after you hike to that campsite? Exactly. After you take a cruise to hike mm-hmm. to that campsite? Mm-hmm. All the things I love. <laughs> so if you come across a bear, you're going to stay well clear of it or you're going to go for it? No, I'm, I'm probably going to... She's going I'm for it. I'm going to go for it. Go for it. Yeah. Okay. Good buddies. Well, we will try to explain to your family that mm-hmm. it's not a tragedy, <laughs> that I know they're feeling the loss at, at, at your death. Uh-huh. But this that, may not make sense to you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mom and but Dad, okay. But, but she, she wanted was... to go this way. Also, she... yeah, she wanted the bear to perform at her funeral. So <laughs> please excuse it, me now, but I have to bring out the bear. <laughs> on, a, awesome. on a bicycle, juggling, <gasps> juggling some balls. Amazing. What? 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 Ding. Well, you know, like bear, bears do. They have oh. a, the, put mm-hmm. the ball in there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, R.I.P. Alley. Yeah, exactly. Let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? I hate you so much. One of us needs to die. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Allie, speaking of uh, speaking of Allie, she loves herself some Splenda. Mm. She, how many packets of Splenda do you put in one? Well, hold on, that's a tease. We don't need to know yet. I mean, it's five forty-three. All right, let him know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Here's the thing: it's a little time holding information. It depends on the coffee because if it's not great coffee like we have here, mm-hmm. it needs a little more Splenda. So maybe a cup of coffee needs five. All right. Five. Mm-hmm. So many. Okay. But if you put that on a spoon, I think you'd be shocked at how little it is. It's not even like two scoops. She's holding a soup ladle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that not a spoon? <laughs> that's, a, that's a shovel, Alex. She also, oh, got it. I've seen her use just a full pixie stick. Just a full, <laughs> straight into her coffee. I mean, if they came in pixie sticks, that'd right? be awesome. Uh, James lost to Jeopardy. Oh, God. And is a loser. I lost on Jeopardy. There's James uh, leaving the studio last night. I have a theory that he did it on purpose. And I will uh, come at that theory with facts. Okay. <laughs> a lot of your theories wow. don't, don't get very far off no. the launch pad in this room. I mean, come on Kevin. now. <laughs> Let me have my theory I mean, for a minute. Of all conspiracy theories, this should be mine. But go ahead, Kevin. You are most qualified to speak on this topic. Thank you. But we're going to talk about that in the next hour. So mm-hmm. I'll tell you then, and then you can slap me down okay. then. Okay. Uh, what's going to replace the scooters that are all over the place? According to one company, pogo sticks. <laughs> I, I am down for it. It can't be real. It can't be real, and I found report after report after report on all the news, so if it's not real, everyone's taking it seriously. Yeah, yeah because but behind, we, want it, yeah. we want it to happen, Oh, right? absolutely. Oh, 100%. Okay, behind the good. scenes, we have sworn this is fake. Mm-hmm. But Kevin swears. Yeah. I, I swear. I do swear. Uh, cheers with Beer Bug on the program today, and we've got your weenie roast tickets. A little bit later on today, you're going to have to sing your Limp Biscuit song. Woo-hoo! You get to pick the song, you sing it, we'll take the best one, and you will get tickets for the K-Rock Weenie Roast. And we'll take a break and come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Bright and early on a Tuesday morning. This is uh, before we go on the air officially at 6 o'clock, so nobody can hear this. Mm-hmm. Gives us a chance to stumble around, just get set up for the day, make it smooth sailing. Allie? How you feeling about this first? What's happening? What's going on? It's going to be fine. Okay. I mean, because if I've learned anything with God, all things are possible. <laughs> I've heard that. I read that from a guy. You wrote that in your tweet. That's how you started your your morning tweet today, Bean. Yes, that's correct. Yes. 
You're an atheist. You've spoken at length about how you don't believe in God. But that doesn't mean that I, I need to impose my values on everyone else. He's trying to speak to the masses. There are, there are lots of people out there who do believe that. Absolutely. Right. It's just you're not one of them, so that's all right. Odd. Yeah. I'm just trying to share uh, share a little of the good word. That's all. Do you do you have a um, a job interview at a Christian station in London? I do not. I do not. Then that was a waste. <laughs> Let's just, really think about him on a Christian station in London. That would be the best. It would seem unlikely. I will tell you that mm-hmm. Christian music mm-hmm. is terrible. I don't know if you ever come across. There's a station in every every city that have mm-hmm. that plays Christian music. It's you know it's it's rock esque mm-hmm. or pop esque. It's always awful. There's always like those like secretively Christian groups though. Yeah, yeah. I think they're singing about love to yeah. their loved one. Their like spouse. POD is a Christian rock group, right? Yeah, right. And they're fine. Yeah. yeah, they're fine. But the ones that are actually singing about you're the light and you're you're my God and. You know, I'm going to have it and all mm-hmm. that stuff. They're always terrible. Always terrible. I mean, even Striper? Right? Well, well that'd be ridiculous. Give him credit for honestly. But um, I do not have a job at a Christian station, mm-hmm. but I do. I embrace the look. I, Good I, morning, I, religious people. <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to read from judges today. <laughs> <laughs> I just embrace the larger universe of our listeners. You've never done that. Ever. Ever. That, that, look, it's not for me. It doesn't mean it's not for somebody. Somebody out there, this video that I posted first thing this morning mm-hmm. is about a blind dude who takes one free throw shot and nails it. Yeah, it was pretty mm-hmm. sweet. Mm-hmm. It's a great video. Mm-hmm. And, of course, his friends and family are all there and they're going crazy. You know that there are people out there who think that that was God's hand on that ball. You know that. Are you one of those? Hey, hey, hey. Did you see that blind man make a basket? Uh, 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 praise <laughs> Jesus. But if it makes somebody happy to think that there's divine intervention and it's a sweet video, then why not? Why not put it out there? That's all. If you don't if you don't care, you don't believe, you just move on. Go to the next one. Here's all I would say, and I don't really care about this, but all I would say is I would start that with, isn't this amazing? And then you don't need to put the message out because you don't believe it. But lots of people look. So now I'm being criticized. Yes, for for keeping in mind that lots of listeners have different views on faith. Well, it's just so out of character because you're so adamant about being an I'm, atheist and I'm, not believing anything and belittling really people who believe in things. Well, they're dumb. See, I mean, they're dumb. There's, there's Bean. There's Bean. And by the way, I'm not an atheist. I'm an agnostic. I really don't okay. know. It's very possible that there is a God. Mm-hmm. It seems unlikely to me based on what I've seen. We're just saying stay in your lane. Okay. All right. All right. Noted. I will consider that I have had my pee-pee whacked. Ooh. Oh. Well, never mind. God heard that. So, <sighs> Satan is real. According to a new Forbes magazine piece... Jay-Z is now definitely a billionaire, you guys. All right. Conservatively totals $1 billion. That's his fortune. Notable because he's one of just a handful of people in all of show business who've become billionaires. And the first ever from hip-hop. Because Dr. Dre didn't actually become a billionaire, some believed, when he sold Beats uh, Apple for three million. Mm-hmm. His current net worth is still estimated to for be three about billion. No, eight hundred and fifty million. No, but you said three million is what they sold it. Three for. billion. Yeah, you meant sorry. Three billion. Yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, so he would be the first in hip hop. They say that his vast empire now encompasses much more than just his own music. 
He has his own entertainment company, his own streaming service, a clothing line he started and sold for $204 million, investments in art, real estate, homes in L.A., the Hamptons, Tribeca, partnerships with liquor companies and stakes in various companies, including Uber. That, I, it seems like a lot of money. He has a lot of money. Yeah. A lot of money. I always, right. I feel bad for Dre because, I mean, I didn't forget about him, but I'm saying right. like everyone thought he was a billionaire. Oh, yeah. And it was said he's the first hip-hop billionaire, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then it was like, nah, Just never kidding. Mind. Yeah, he $850 million yeah. is all Dre right. has. <laughs> no, he was poor. Right? Yeah. So, holy, Jay-Z, you're doing okay, is what I'm saying. I would say so. So, congratulations to you. Hey, Lady Gaga, just performing out there in Vegas at Park MGM's Park Theater. And then she decides after, hey, I'm just going to swing over to where my band leader does a late night show and popped in hmm. for about 150 people. What will Lady Gaga do to entertain the world? Well, the world, uh, if it's about 150 people, she sang six songs for a very small audience. That's pretty cool. Which brings me to my next story. Bradley Cooper in a rainish shake. Definitely on the rocks. Oh, no. Yeah, this according to page six. But because of their daughter, they keep trying. The source says things are not good. Neither one is happy. The relationship is hanging on by a thread. Do we believe that? I don't know. It's impossible to believe where people's relationships are based on gossip and stuff. Yeah. Do Do you remember when Bean said he wanted them to break up so that he can be with Lady Gaga. And then he saw a picture of Arena was like, Shake. Nah, never mind. Yeah, he's like, no, <laughs> everything's fine. Stay where you are, Bradley. Yeah. Stay where you are. <laughs> Look, do everything you can to make that relationship work, Mr. Cooper. That's what I'm saying. She is a beautiful woman. Um, there has been, obviously, speculation about them since their highly emotional duet at the um, Oscars in February. But Lady Gaga shut down all those rumors and said, people saw love, and guess what? That's what we wanted you to see. She's about the art. She knows how to. She knows how to play you people. Is what I'm saying. (laughs) You don't believe that Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga are having an affair? No, I don't believe Bradley Cooper is with Lady Gaga. Okay. Because with God, all things are possible. That's what I've heard. I have heard that from a literally Jesus. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we don't believe it. I don't think so. Okay. All right. Let's get out of here. Angelina Jolie, happy birthday. Horatio Sands, Noah Wiley, Russell Brand. Where, where has he been? I don't know. Right? Yeah. Just doing yoga, sweating. Mm-hmm. A lot of pictures of him sweating. Leaving us alone. Leaving us fine. alone. Okay. Bar Raffaele and from Gotham, actor Robin Lord Taylor. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Forget Godzilla versus Mothra, okay? Mm-hmm. Last night was the real Battle Royale okay. on Channel 7 at 7 o'clock. Now, Ali, I know you have a lot of thoughts. Mm-hmm. I will be, uh, I'm going to go through the game last night okay. and ask you to weigh in. Now, is this conspiracy, Ali, or just break it down for us non-Jeopardy heads, Ali? I will just break it down for you. Kevin will be playing the role of Conspiracy Ali. I okay. did watch about two and a half minutes okay. last night. Oh, so, didn't know yeah. we had an expert. Yes, I've got everything wow. I need. Well, first of all, of course, with every uh, with every battle royale, there's got to be a hype man. He's the amazing Jeopardy champion on a historic streak. Who is James Holtzauer? Yes. Welcome to the James Show. So what will James do next? Don't miss him on Jeopardy. I have... Wow. I mean, they're, uh, you know, this is the, the biggest ratings they've had since when, Allie? Forever? Since Ken Jennings. 
Since Ken Jennings, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, this uh, this uh, James Holzhauer has become a sensation, and the ratings are, like, up over 100%, right? Uh, they're insane. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, so the announcer breaks down the incredible run that uh, James has had at this point of 32 wins in a row. And our returning champion, a professional sports gambler from Las Vegas, Nevada, James Holzhauer, whose 32-day cash winnings total $2,462,216. And at this point, he's just, what, about 60 grand shy of the all-time Jeopardy championship record, right? About 58,000, yeah. Okay, Mm -hmm. so now Alex comes out to continue to hype it up. The game hasn't started yet. Well, as you just saw, ladies and gentlemen, a very impressive total for our champion, James. He is now just $60,000 away from Ken Jennings record-setting total of many, many years ago. So we could see a new record set here today. We could. All right. So (laughs) no pressure. Before we get into Final Jeopardy, Mm -hmm. James, I mean, he had a great game in that he was doing all the James's things. I mean, he he got the double Jeopardy out of the gate with his first one. He didn't miss any questions, but he had a relatively low total for him, right, Allie? Uh, Twenty. $24,799 is not not the kind of jackpot we're used to seeing in front of James. Well, he didn't get the double jeopardy in the second round. Emma got both of those, so. Oh, what did he get in the first round then? His very first pick. That was a double jeopardy. Yeah. He didn't get him in the second part. Right, right. But, I mean, he started the game with what I'm saying. Yeah, Yeah, but it was the first question out of the gate, so he could only risk 1,000. That's nothing. Gotcha. So that slowed him down, I guess. I'm all Logan, by the way. Oh. (laughs) So going into Final Jeopardy, he's got $23,400. Jay, the man in the middle, had 11000 Emma had $26,600. So he's a little bit behind going into the Final Jeopardy question against Emma. All right, here's the question. Now, Kevin, you're going to know this, obviously. Of course. Don't, don't yell it out, okay? Because okay. we don't need to know it until we hear the tape. All right, it's time for Final Now, players. We're dealing with Shakespeare's time, which means we're going way back in time. Here is the clue for you. The line... A great reckoning in a little room in As You Like It is usually taken to refer to this author's premature death. You have 30 seconds. Good luck. I mean, obviously, right? All right. So, Allie, mm-hmm. what's happening in James's mind as he realizes he's a couple of thousand dollars behind Emma, who's in the leader, leadership position there? How does he wager and why? How he wagers is thinking about the guy in third place because he knows that Emma is going to go almost all in. She's going to do just enough to beat James, right? right? So his concern is, okay, she misses it. Now I just have to cover the other guy who came in third. But if I miss it, I need to just beat him by $1. So he already knew that if she had the answer right, she was winning, right? And unless she wasn't as bold as him. No, there... She was going to be there, as Yeah, he bold. knew he knew he that knew she that. was going to go all in, basically. Yeah. So he had to just hope for her loss, but then also cover the idea that third place could double up and still beat him. Which is what I said. But it was yeah, from, yeah. I but it was from it a man. It. it was from a man. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. okay. So he knew. So his only. Sh- he, in other words, I thought he he realized he had two chances to win. One is if Emma gets it wrong. The right. other is if she doesn't bet enough. But he ruled out her not betting. Yeah. Enough. He she knew was, she was, she was not going to make a math mistake. Absolutely. But isn't that his move? Hasn't that been his move the whole time? Is, no, he's is, never been behind. He's always been going, in her position. Yeah. Basically. Right. He's right, never but been behind. Still bets a tremendous amount of money. Yeah, which would have looked great for the cameras when he's ahead by 30,000. He wasn't ahead. Right. He was behind. 
right. So was a, he was playing a brand new game then. Yes. Why do you think he was behind in this game? Like I said, he, he knew didn't all get the, the answers. He didn't get the double jeopardy. He didn't get the, to do those jeopardies where he gets to say, okay, all in. Mm-hmm. The only time he got to say all in was the first question of the game, which is a thousand, as thousand opposed bucks. to all yeah. in when his all ins have been twenty grand, thirty grand. So it was kind of just a bad break, right? Absolutely. And, and she and, and she, she did was well. Very smart. Was amazing. And she yeah. did well on her bets, correct? Mm-hmm. She when she did go not all in, but when she did put a lot of money in for double jeopardy, she hit him. Yeah, her first double jeopardy, she went very high. The second one, she only did three thousand, but still. Great. Yeah. All right. So Jay is out. He's the one in third place. He's got eleven thousand. He puts in six thousand. Ends up getting the question right. Seventeen thousand dollars. So he's no longer a factor. Now it's just a question of seeing what James did and what Emma did. Did they get it right? And did they bet enough? Over to James. Now he had twenty three thousand four hundred, and his response was correct. His wager, a modest one for the first time, that takes him to twenty. 20- 4,000. Now, uh, Alex sounds very surprised, Allie. How come? Because it's a modest bet. You aren't thinking like a better at that point. You're thinking oh. James always does a huge bet. You're not thinking, how is James thinking about this? He's thinking about the third place guy. If Emma loses, he still has to beat that guy. So if James gets but the question couldn't, wrong... Couldn't he also win if both he and Emma were right and she wagered too little? She never no. would do that. Who she, knows? That, was, that was ruled out. You never would do that. I like that he's so far ahead of Alex. The only way his, in his brain, yes, but the only way his strategy doesn't work is if she sees the final Jeopardy subject and is like, "I don't know a lot about it." But he thought that would never happen. Unfortunately, she went to Princeton, and right. her uh, major was English. Oh, and her, by the way, her minor, um, she wrote a thesis on Shakespeare's plays. <laughs> so, so I, oh, yeah, I yeah. did a, I did a deep dive. Oh my yeah. god, she must have just been oh, so happy. She said she was just trying to stay calm when she, she saw Shakespeare, and she was like. I'm winning this. Place. Oh, she so stayed calm. I mean, her poker face oh, until yeah. she revealed it at the end was amazing. She yeah. didn't even smile until it was over. Uh, yeah. Jensen, your final Jeopardy subject is Wu Tang Clan member. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Essentially the same thing. All right. So we heard what James did. Seven hundred ninety-nine. So Emma, it's up to you. If you came up with a correct response, you're going to be the new Jeopardy champion. Did you? You did. What did you wager? Oh gosh, twenty thousand. What a payday. 46,801. What a game. Oh, my God. What a way to start the week. Congratulations. We're going to say goodbye to James, too. We'll be seeing him again, folks. <laughs> they played that. That, was, that is weird. <laughs> Here's um, the weird thing. They taped all of these in March. They have no idea who James is. So they meet during the little contestant meetup, and the person from Jeopardy says, this is James. So far, he has won $2.4 million. And Emma said she thought, well, that's a mistake. She just said the most insane number. That's not even possible. Mm -hmm. So all these people going in to play James had no idea who he was, his strategy, anything, because none of these had aired. Yeah, and crazy enough, the taping of these ended before they even started airing at all. So he, everyone, including the audience members, have been sitting on this information, and I just, I I know they don't have a large security at Jeopardy. I read it. They depend on pure just goodwill. Yeah, we've talked about that. They come out and they just say, hey, don't spoil the game for anybody, and these Jeopardy heads, they just abide by that, which is 
is remarkable. So though I see that's so interesting to me that they were all filmed ahead of time. So this isn't a new batch of contestants who have been watching James and are going to nope. try to no. beat him in his own game. No. They just walked into a buzzsaw having right. no idea what was going on. Can I just um, read a couple of James's tweets? Sure. Which delighted me. And first of all, he changed his avatar to Weird Al from the I Lost Jeopardy <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, video, genius. which is Wait, amazing. He's funny? He actually, if you look at his Twitter, you're like, wait a minute. Ironically, still good. just under Ken Jennings and funny. <laughs> well, I mean, Ken I Jennings mean. just funnier. Just by that much. Um, so he congratulates Emma um, on her performance. And then he does a quote. He said, James will eventually beat himself by flubbing one of the big bets. Nope, James got his ass kicked straight up by an elite player who nailed her own big bets. And then... People started coming at him with their conspiracies like, oh, I bet you told somebody to bet on you and then you threw it so you could get all that money. And he wrote, hello, I'd like to bet against myself on this pre-recorded TV show. Sounds legit. Our house limit is as much cast as you can fit on one boat. And then this woman brought up the fact that at the beginning of the show, his daughter had given um, Alex Trebek a get well card. Mm -hmm. And he had said in an earlier interview that he told his daughter when he loses, they were going to throw a party. So this woman brings that up and says he lost on purpose to which James quote tweets it and said sure I could stick around and play a game that pays me $150,000 an hour but I'd really rather get toys thrown at my crotch for free <laughs> James is funny you guys that's not I possible who did he have writing those tweets it's Ken him. Jennings oh no it's we are going to bring you up on, Jensen, I hate to still get up on this, but we're about to bring you up on something that's so awesome, you won't believe it's real. I believe this may be the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast.
podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. It's up there. Okay. A, uh, a, a company that's Swedish based is going to replace scooters with pogo sticks in San Francisco. What did they change pogo sticks? No, no, they're the same. Same thing that you jump uh-huh. and make your way in little leaps. Yes. Okay. But San Francisco somehow is flattened out over the years? That's my question is, have you ever been to San Francisco? Almost every street is on some kind of incline. And also, Mm -hmm. there's no more safety in pogo sticks than there are in scooters. Like, pogo sticks are extremely dangerous. Oh, agreed, yeah. Yeah. More dangerous. And I feel like you, if you're on a pogo stick coming at me, I'm more worried about you on a pogo stick than I am on a scooter. Well, here's the report. It almost sounds like the punchline to a joke. All right, I just want you to think about this as a punchline to a joke. Mm. A <laughs> hundred pogo sticks are dropped on the streets of San Francisco. That's it. That's his... That is a good joke. I, I've yeah. heard that joke a hundred times. I still laugh myself crazy. <laughs> but it is no joking matter for a European company. The things hey, can you stop for a second? Is he at the Vatican? <laughs> he's, he's waiting for the new Pope announcement. <laughs> what, is, what is happening? Why is mass going on behind him? He's talking about freaking pogo sticks. But it is no joking matter for a European company that thinks that it could be the next hot thing after scooters and e-bikes. The company's called Kangaroo and wants to bring as many as 200 rentable pogo sticks to the streets of San Francisco. Have any of you tried a pogo stick? I have tried, yes. I sure. have. Super sure. difficult. Not Very easy. difficult. Yes. Yeah. And really, mm-hmm. you use such a different group of muscles and stuff that you tire immediately. This is and the you- worst idea ever. And you also, by the way, we are going to end up finding out this is some sort of media experiment to see how dumb journalists are. I don't doubt that. Because it doesn't seem possible. Yeah, it doesn't seem possible. I mean, there are so many things wrong with it, not the least of which is you can't, you have to use both hands on a pogo stick, right? You can't even even carry anything. No. I mean, you need a giant backpack or something, Mm -hmm. but this is terrible. Even without the backpack. Pogo sticks aren't for transportation. They're for like, look, I'm on a pogo Uh, stick. this, This company would argue with you. Okay. Yeah. An idea that was met with curiosity and a fair share of caution and skepticism along the Embarcadero this morning. All right, so then he, you know, interviews people. That's pretty interesting. They're thinking outside the box. Everybody's doing bikes and scooters. But at the same time, you got to think about who's really going to go on a pogo stick. I don't think it's going to be a good investment. I think it's just going to be a waste of their time because, honestly, I don't see people really trying it because pogo stick, you really think they're going to be hopping around all San Francisco? But few foresaw the popularity of e-scooters and bikes before they appeared virtually overnight. By the way, that's not an argument for this. (laughs) Just because people didn't see the value of scooters doesn't mean the pogo sticks are an answer. And just Mm because people don't believe it, then it's still going to be just as successful. But also, it doesn't take much to realize on a scooter, it takes no work. On a pogo stick, it takes all work. All work, yeah. (laughs) Listen, I'm going to be at the meeting in about an hour. I'm pogo sticking, and it's really rough going. In cities like San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose, the Swedish startup says it's looking to jumpstart its business in San Francisco because of its reputation for risk-taking and innovation. A spokesperson for the San Francisco Metropolitan Transit Agency said in a statement, We don't have any specific details about this company, but we will review any new transportation service to ensure compliance with existing laws. And then they laughed. It appears they're coming. But the question is, will anyone really jump at the chance? No! No, he didn't! 
I'm concerned that no one, no one has info on this company, but they're definitely coming. I would say they're not coming because <laughs> nobody has info. It's all fake news. It's all fake news. It is but fake the news. The president is. is right. Will anyone really jump at the chance? I'm going to say no. Mm-mm. I'm going to say it's a terrible joke, and I'm going to say maybe the whole thing's a joke. I think so. Until we leave today and we see hundreds of people pogo sticking. <laughs> I would love much, nothing more than that. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I've never been to the bar where Beer Mug does his cheers segment for us every couple of weeks, but I suspect it has the highest level of alcoholism in America. <laughs> Just based on, on Muggs' performance there and the people that he talks to. Muggs, where you go every week? Yeah, this is, uh, hey, hello, hi. Testing, one, two, there we are. This is O'Grady's in Granada Hills, mm-hmm. and I frequent it quite often, probably too often. And nightly? Would you say nightly? Uh, every other. Okay. Every other. So you're the, you're in there when you're not recording. Yes. Yes. Oh, what, what, okay. I didn't know that. I thought yes. it was just uh, when he was uh, just oh, no, working. Yeah. Oh, okay. I assumed. What happens is is I bring my recording equipment some days. Well, you don't need to yell. There's a microphone. I'm trying to project, Kevin. Yeah, you don't need to. <laughs> do, do you know what a microphone does? <laughs> People, don't, you're yelling as if you didn't have a microphone. We're all people within had to hear three you. feet of each other. Right. <laughs> I bring my microphone. You bring your microphone. Go ahead. So Muggs just talk normal. Muggs is thinking about the people driving by on Wilshire. Sure, yeah. Make sure they can hear them. Yeah. Too. Hear them. <laughs> anyway, I get drunk there a lot. And okay. uh, this past week, I went. And the question on the bar, uh, it being the year of blockbuster comic book movies, Avengers Endgame taking over the world, uh, Dark Phoenix coming out, I wanted to ask these lovable lushes what their superpower would be if they had one in this edition of Cheers with Beer Mug. Beer Mug, he wants to go where everybody knows his name. Yeah. Asking questions with no shame. What do you, what do you? <laughs> He's already drunk as a skunk, but people are glad he came. Oh! Beer Mug wants to go where everyone knows his name. Oh, 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 wow. I gotta tell you, um, this question of what superpower would you have has mm-hmm. been asked and answered many, many times. Mm-hmm. It's a ne- classic. I've never heard of one of the answers, and it's a brilliant one. Oh! Muggs is really finding the gold at his bar. Robin, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? A very large penis. My real superpower, actually, was world peace. (laughs) What are you running for? Miss America? Are you Miss California right now? I'm Sandra Bullock, and I'm Miss Congeniality. Mario, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Damn, I'd shapeshift. Shapeshifter? Yeah. What would you do the first minute you shapeshift? Well, I think I'd be a leopard. Why is that? Well, cause um, or a jaguar. So pretty much the same thing. Cause like it's my Aztec culture. So like I would like to see how what a leopard would do on an everyday basis. And then you can like get like a 1978 cutlass and paint that on the hood of you as a leopard. Oh, hell yeah! <laughs> like an Aztec warrior holding up an Aztec princess. <laughs> and my horn is like. <laughs> Damn, that was a good jaguar. Holy. Or leopard? What was it? Leopard. What's happening there? That guy's making that noise. I went into Omar and I said, "Why did you put sound effects in there?" And he said, "That's not me. That's, That's the, the guy. Dude. Talent. Wow. He's actually all- making that noise with his mouth." And they also, the those are the only two guys in the world who understand each other at that mm-hmm. moment. They're <laughs> clearly <laughs> on the same drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that was a good jaguar. Holy. <laughs> or leopard? What was it? Leopard. <laughs> Yeah. If you could have one superpower, Ramson, what would it be, Ramson? Invisibility. 
I know that right off the bat because of this movie, Invisible Kid. It was PG and there was Bush in it because it was 80s. But seriously, Robin Banks up to 100,000 because that's federally insured. I don't want to <laughs> f- people over, screw people over. So you would use your superpower for, for illegal activities. I, I, that's good. To give someone else my pee. Okay, this is the weird one. What? I've never heard of this. I Mm -hmm. didn't know it was a thing. She wants to give somebody else her pee. To give someone else your what? My pee. Oh, to like transfer your urine like through osmosis? Yeah, like, oh, you have to go pee? Can you go pee for me too? Or like say someone is talking to somebody you don't like and you're like, watch this. Now they got to pee and they're out. (laughs) Oh, Oh my God. Pretty good. That's strong just to be able to go, you have to pee now, not me. I immediately thought she was going to sell her pee for drug tests. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is uh, this is so much better. <laughs> wow. I already do. That's like a thing for years for me. It's my favorite thing ever. You're like your hero name or villain name or whatever. Your superpower would be, you'd be the uriner. Uh, I guess. Urinator. <laughs> I am the urinator. If I had a superpower, it would be uh, Monty to be <laughs> be able to have two livers <laughs> instead of one, man. So I could handle beer like a champ twice. USA, 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 USA. What would your one superpower? What would you want to be if you had one? If you had a superpower, I'd like to play that again. If you guys don't, <laughs> yeah. wow. please, please. That, that may have been the best question that's ever asked. What would your one superpower? What would you want to be if you had one? If you had a superpower, <laughs> Zach Morris, Saved by the Bell, timeouts. When he did the timeouts, he stopped time. That's what I want to do. Whoa, that's. When you wake up in the morning and on time, and you get yourself a look and you get yourself a look and you're coming on the corner, see the bus fly by. It's all right, cause I'll say by the bell. We nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> did, did you nail it? That was, uh, that was closer to 2 a.m. Here's my favorite thing about Muggs, though, is he didn't know any of the words of the first part of it. That's right. And then he continues. Right. And that's, that's right. That's the magic of mugs. He's already drunk as a skunk, but people are glad he came. Beer mug wants to go where everyone knows his name. Oh, 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 wow. The Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. All right, let's talk about this uh, woman donating plaza to shop. Plasma, uh, I'm sorry, plasma, to shop. Yeah. I like that you said plaza, plaza and shop, though. Shopping was on your mind. Mm. I dig it. Thank you, Allie. A lot like Carissa Barker. She is a 20-year-old from Utah, and she's a student and part-time nanny who loves shopping. So she thought, hmm, I can make extra money, go in a couple times a week, about an hour and a half each time, and donate my plasma. And she has made about 280 bucks a month, and in a year has raked in over $3,000, which is... Paid that well. Isn't bad. Yeah. I was surprised. Well, it it I, I understand. Jensen, you've done it. I've never I have, done yeah, it. I, I understand have. that it is it takes a long a couple of hours. Yes. And it's not comfortable, right? It is not comfortable. Like you get real cold. I never I want to be a guy thing. to tell you not not to donate blood because people <laughs> people do need these things. But yeah, it's not a uh, it's not a walk in, walk out kind of thing. Like regular blood donation is Correct. which yeah. everybody should doing. This this is a little bit more of a commitment, which is why they pay you. Do you mm-hmm. get a cookie? I got a cookie. Uh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Then I'm in. <laughs> so that's her part-time job. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like like me selling uh, sperm. Same thing. Very similar, oh. except please don't. Every eight hours. <laughs> yeah. Every eight hours, I sell Every another another Eight loan. hours. Are you, are you selling it to a hospital or just like a dude on the street? <laughs> just a guy. Oh, a guy okay. at his window. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like cup. like a like a, a good smelling pie. He just puts it out. Like, Ew. Oh. oh. <laughs> Why did you do that? Stop oh. it. Gotta leave it outside for my guy. Oh, so we are. Uh, oh my let it, god! Let it cool down. Please delete. <laughs> the whole delete. Smell. <laughs> um, so we want. We thought it might be interesting to talk to people who have found interesting ways to make money. Yeah, non-traditional ways of making money. Exactly. In other words, strangest thing you've done for a paycheck at one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. I'm going to give you another example, and I bet we have a lot of people in our audience who have not done this specific thing, but have something adjacent to this. This is a student in Great Britain who has figured out a way to make money on the side. She makes fetish videos for people who are into sneezing. What? You can make a fortune. Bean. Get on it. No one sneezes like you. No one. Abby Hayward is her name. She makes <laughs> 20 Oh, my God. Th- I'll give you a million dollars for that sneeze, <laughs> right? She makes 20 to 30 pounds per clip and will even charge up to $100 for more specific video requests. <laughs> Sorry. That might be, for example, someone who wants her to also include a footage of her feet. So, well, a that, foot fetish and a sneeze fetish. That's not as clean as the sneeze fetish. Right. I mean, it or does seem to, like... Or to carry out a request somewhere public. She said that she uh, began this enterprise to help pay for her student loans as she needed a safety net. The sort of request she gets, she says, I had a request where this guy wanted me to sneeze in, in a public bathroom because of the privacy and the echo. <laughs> Sorry. And uh, she said uh, she got a $100 Urban Outfitters voucher for her efforts rather than being sent money through PayPal. This guy was a first-time buyer, didn't want his bank information showing, or maybe he has a wife who doesn't want her seeing or buying material from fetish models. But, Bean, does it say if they're real sneezes? And if so, how does she make herself sneeze? It doesn't Great say that, question. but that would be very interesting. If she has to <laughs> literally walk, walk around and wait until she feels the sneeze coming on right. and film it. I don't know. I don't think most people can sneeze on command. No. Like no. Like, like Ali can burp on command like a champion. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I don't know if most people could sneeze on command, though. But, I mean, this is a perfect example of I've never heard of anyone making money this Yeah, time. agreed. But agreed. this is what we're looking for. It's my hero. one 800 You make money in a way that most of us have not heard of. Jensen, have you ever had a like a really weird? Because you've done all sorts of uh, freelance work, part time things where you've written for shows and yeah. stuff. Have you ever had any that have been particularly odd or unusual? Uh, Mass Singer was super weird. I mean, I know that was it weird. Ended yeah. up being a crazy phenomenon, but like when you're figuring out what you're going to write because Ricky Lake is in a crow suit, <laughs> you're sort of like, what, what, what am I doing with my life? That that every once in a while that felt very surreal. <laughs> all right, one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. Why don't we start with our friend Erica. She's in Fontana and she is on line three and this is exactly what we're looking for. Hey, Erica. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you for calling. Talking about unusual ways you figured out to make a buck. What'd you do? <laughs> well, I was living in Hollywood at the time and so I was really desperate for money and I needed to pay my rent and I saw this ad and it was to get um a mold of my vagina made. What? There was an ad saying, hey, Hello. we'd like to make a mold of your vagina. That seems <laughs> weird. And then you said yes? Yeah, I paid $300. Oh, 
Hey, $300 is $300. I mean, nothing wrong with that. Uh, I paid my rent that month. (laughs) Erica, at least you didn't have to sneeze. (laughs) Were were they looking for anyone's vagina, or is there something special about yours? She has two. (laughs) No? Um, No, I guess it's like a common-looking vagina. Oh, don't don't sell your vagina short. (laughs) It must be beautiful if you made $300. Um, yeah, it was interesting. So I went in there, and the guy was, um, he put, like, some uh, wet, con- consi- you know, it had, like, a wet, consi- right. I guess it was kind of like plaster, mm-hmm. and he put it on my vagina, and then he let it dry. Now, in the middle of that, mold of it. in the middle of that, did you think this is how every story where somebody gets assaulted happens? <laughs> because I would afraid, I would assume I would be scared to death. I went in there with a friend of mine, and she had ah, done too, and it was like a studio. It was like an art studio. Oh. By the way, this guy wasn't paying $300 for the mold. He was paying $300 <laughs> for being able to make the mold on you. You realize that, right? <laughs> oh, Jensen. <laughs> thank you, All right. Thank you, for thank the call. you Erica. You are awesome. Let's do uh, one more before the break. One eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. Strangest way you made a dollar. Uh, we're taking your calls on unusual paychecks. Uh, Andrea Sandimas up next. What's going on? Oh, is she there? Wait. Hello. 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 Yeah. yeah, we're here. Hello. I feel like it's going well. Yeah, this is mm. fine. Andrea. Andrea. Hello. Yes. <laughs> hold on, I can't hear you. Guys. Okay, hold on. on. Hang on. Are you there? Yes, we're here. We're here. Hello, three. Andrea, talk to us. So my 21-year-old daughter accidentally found out that she can make a lot of money selling condoms at her Christian university. How does one accidentally find that out? She was at a party, and some guy came back in the room and said, "I'll I'll give you 20 bucks for a condom. Who has a condom? And she was like, whoa, wait a minute. I think I'm on to something. So she, what she does is she gets them free, I guess, every month. The L.A. County and Orange County Health Departments will give you a set number of condoms, and they'll mail them directly to your house for free. Mm-hmm. Oh. And um, she gets them free, and then she resells them. People come to her dorm and knock on the door, and they're like, hey, are you the Are, are you, you the, the condom, condom girl? Too? Like a drug dealer. <laughs> That's fantastic. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. And she's and, doing good and, by doing it, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Every, everybody totally. wins. Yeah. She's making money. money. They're having safe <laughs> sex. Well done. All right. Exactly. She she feels like she's doing God's work. Well, let's ask Bean. Bean's yeah. our Bean, is God, that God's God expert. Work? Absolutely. You're 100% excellent. God's work. I support God, it. God, God, God. <laughs> no, no, you're alone. Okay. Yours, yours in Christ. Thank you, Andrea. We appreciate the call. <laughs> Quick break, then back with yours. 1-800-520-1067. How are you making a buck? What's the unusual paycheck you're drawing? We'll talk to you next on K-Rock. The Kevin and Bean Show, world-famous K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. From the 562, hey, Kevin and Bean did tons of neurological experiments in college. Talking about unusual ways you get paid. Yeah, those medical tests, a lot of mm. people do those. My fiance worked in psych labs. They were always looking for subjects. What would that be, what would that be involved with if you're a psych lab? I mean, all sorts of stuff, yeah. you know, drug tests or just talking out Sleep things. deprivation, everything. Yeah, divorced parents questions. I mean, I'm ta- <laughs> talking from experience there. <laughs> it does sound like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. All right, before we go right back to the calls at 1-800-520-1067. And, uh, uh, um, Corey, you hang on. We're going to get to you first. But first, DJ Omar Khan's in studio. Hey, hey Omar. How are you? Yeah, you know, uh, speaking of this subject, I had a buddy uh, in college who was a filmmaker. He was a struggling filmmaker, and uh, he uh, answered to Craigslist ad and uh, he drove down to San Diego to film something. He didn't even know what? He didn't know what. Okay. It was just, you know, uh, work six hours, you get paid a couple of hundred bucks so you couldn't turn that down. All right. He shows up and for six hours straight he filmed girls stepping on, name it, cupcakes, uh, cars, like Hot Wheels, Lego. It was uh, just... So it was a fetish thing? Yeah. Just girls was, stepping just on girls whatever. Just stepping on whatever. Yeah. Lego, really? Yeah, Lego. That's disturbing. Yeah. yeah. That's very <laughs> that, disturbing. Is that disturbing? Yeah. yeah, that's like yeah. that's like a face is a death scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Six hours of just filming people, uh, girls step on stuff, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. That sounds awful. Bean dropped. Oh, he did? Okay. Oh. oh. Uh, let's take some calls. <laughs> I just had to say it at a certain point. <laughs> let's go to Corey in Newport Beach. Good morning, Corey. Good morning. So, uh, tell us about your unusual way of making money. So, back when I was like 16, 17, um, I was a backdoor poker card dealer. Go on. Um, Wait, so 16 it, or 17? Yeah. So, when I was uh, back in like 2004, 5, and 6, uh, poker was super popular. Mm-hmm. And we had a, there were a bunch of uh, poker games, tournaments, um, and it was all illegal, of course, because gambling was illegal in, in that area of Indiana. And, um, yeah, but, like, the cops would come and play, and, like, everybody was in on it. I mean, it's, I was really Wait. good at math, really good at keeping track of everything, so I was really good at it, and I could make, like, up to $1,000 a night. Wow. Wow. Wait, you said the cops knew about it and came and played with you? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> almost every game. That's I, something. Corey, I've, I've heard of games like this, and are there, there's, like, massage people going around, and they, like, pretty, <laughs> they, pretty, that right? happens at, at legal games, No, but too. it's different, Corey, right? Yeah, but I'm not talking about that kind of thing. No, but that's no. what we're asking. <laughs> are are you it. talking about the type of thing where Leonardo DiCaprio and Toby Maguire are there? That's what I think. No, yeah. it's it's more like it's more like Matt Damon and Rounders. Oh, a little more serious of a game. That's not bad. Okay. I like it. All right. Very cool. Thank you for the call, sir. Appreciate that. 1-800-520-1067. Let's try Henry. Hacienda Heights, line one, please. Morning, Henry. Good morning. Good morning, morning people. Strange morning. thing you did to make money. Okay, so I was fresh out of high school, real young. Um, a friend of mine, his mom would sell skincare products, and she saw me. She, I have a real young face, uh, smooth complexion, no acne. I was, I was blessed with that. And she asked me to be a sales rep for her. So, yeah, sure, no problem. Go, and she's like, oh, by the way, I need you to act gay. 
sales boomed. I'm sorry, I need you to act. You acted gay to sell those products? Yeah, because sales boosted when um, a a gay representative was there. Women believed the women believed the gay salesman over a straight man or even a interesting or even a woman really. Well, I do that in my normal life too. I believe gay people way more than straight dudes. Straight dudes are awful. That is so interesting, and and you saw that difference yourself, huh? Uh, yeah, I I did. I was like, okay, whatever, no, whatever, not gonna, gonna be myself. Well, when I started talking to a woman, to a few women, they're kind of like, okay, yeah, I'll come back. I was like, you know what? Let me see what she does. Let me see if her theory is true. So I started acting a little bit flamboyant. I'm already outspoken, so it's no problem speaking to anybody. Mm-hmm. But I started acting a little bit more flamboyant, swaying my hips a little bit, and next thing you know, I was selling product hand over fist. And the single day, I made six hundred dollars in sales on thirty dollars products. Wish you wouldn't use the word fist if you don't mind. <laughs> Are you? Uh, uh, do you make house calls, by the way? <laughs> and, no. And, and, and if you don't mind me asking, do you travel? Oh no. This is this is about fifteen years ago. Oh, when wow. all this down. Will you start again and then travel? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like we're getting back in business, Henry. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. This uh, email from Robert is not going to make sense to people who weren't with us a half an hour ago. But I pay women three hundred dollars to make a plaster cast of their vagina, and then I sell them for six hundred dollars on the black market. <laughs> Wait for reals. I think he's kidding. I hope. See. I think that's the way he, he's saying that's the way he's making money. Ah. As if he were the guy who did the thing. Hey, uh, if you missed that conversation earlier, you might want to check out the Kevin Bean podcast. It's available on radio.com or wherever you get yours. Allie is here. Time for another look at what's happening here on a Tuesday. Do you remember when they were making um, chocolate bee holes? Yes. Right? You could get like your starfish mm-hmm. done in chocolate and then give it to your loved one for and put it in some hot dog water that's uh that's limp biscuit all oh, right, right, uh, right who will be at weenie roast on saturday by the way correct but yeah limp you could have you could have gotten a mold of your b-hole mm-hmm. and then chocolate so that's fun i mean father's day's coming up <laughs> oh my god that is awful guys there's a there's a lot of movies um in the works about toys. You've got the Barbie movie, Hot Wheels movie, Masters of the Universe movie, American Girl doll movie. I had told you about a month ago about the Viewmaster movie. That's None where of... I draw the line, by the way. <laughs> the it does seem like that, that is, is a step too far. I thought that was the worst. Um, but now something else is in the works. Mattel Films has announced that it's partnering with horror staple Blumhouse Productions to develop a live-action film based on... The prophetic spherical toy known as Magic Eight Ball. Hold up. <laughs> yeah, so the Magic Eight Ball. The only thing I can think is if they're going with Blumhouse, is it gonna horror. be like horror. a total horror? Like, am I gonna live? Yeah. Doesn't look good, type of thing. <laughs> All right. Now All I'm in. All signs point to no. <laughs> now I'm in. Interesting. So this isn't actually the first time someone has tried to make a magic eight ball movie. After the success of Transformers, Paramount and Mattel teamed up in 2010 to develop a sense abandoned live action adventure film. So I mean we need more horror movies. I have said I that agree. for years. Yeah. So there you go. I uh, There's a Ouija movie I like. The Origin of Evil one from 2016 is very good. And I remember thinking to myself, how are they going to make a Ouija movie? And Ooh. then it was terrifying. You ever used a Ouija board? Yeah. Yeah. 
How do you think I got this gig? Oh, <laughs> I will say that I have learned from my mistakes and will no longer make fun of an idea, no matter how dumb it sounds, when they turn a game into a movie. It, because mm-hmm. I mocked Transformers yep. before mm-hmm. it came out, and I especially mocked Lego. I'll tell you that. Well, everybody, 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 a movie about yeah, Lego was did. the dumbest idea ever. But it always they, depends on who's doing it and exactly. how well it's done. Sure. And they made, uh, I don't know, a billion dollars or something between sure. those Lego movies yeah. and Transformers movies. So, yeah, I don't, uh, look, maybe somebody out there can make a Magic 8-Ball movie. I don't see it. I remember listening to you guys go off <laughs> on Dancing with the Stars. No uh-huh. one is ever going to watch this. This is ridiculous. You're an idiot for even coming up with it. We yep. told that to the producers. Yes. The, mm-hmm. I think the executive producers mm-hmm. were yeah. on. We we're like, this is a terrible idea. No one like, will watch And they're like, you know, it's been number one in like 25 countries. And we're like, you don't understand America, man. <laughs> <laughs> and that was what, 20 seasons ago? Yeah. yeah. Let At us least, tell yeah. you about America, man. <laughs> and then you guys put all your weight behind Splash. Right? Oh. And Knock Knock. Knock Knock Live. Yeah, Knock Knock Live was our other pick. That was the one we. That Knock Knock Live was what we thought we swore would go on forever. Sure. (laughs) You understand that Ryan has walked up to people's doors on live TV Uh and knocked on them and then had them play a game for prizes. Do you remember the tease that they played during a basketball game? The worst. Where he goes, I'm going to show you how this game works. And he walks up and knocks on the door. It's like, what are you doing? (laughs) We all understand what the show is. (laughs) What do you think we thought it was? (laughs) That was awesome. I wish that show still existed. Quality. It'll be back. Don't worry. When I see this title, Magic the Gathering, is coming to Netflix, I get excited because I think it's Gathering of the Juggalos combined with magic. I wish. Yeah. It is not. Apparently, it's something better. Uh, The Avengers Endgame directors are on board for this. Joe and Anthony Russo are going to execute to produce an animated series based on the popular card game. Magic the Gathering? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's going to center on the Planeswalkers, you guys. You might be wondering, who are the Planeswalkers? Well, they're the people who this is centering on. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of info in the story. Um, I was hoping one of you knew who the Planeswalkers were. I, I never no played idea. Magic the Gallery. I'm sorry. I never played. I don't okay. think I've ever heard of it. Really? Really? Magic the Gathering? Huh. Have you ever heard of Dungeons and Dragons? No. Yes, same of course. Crowd, You've of course. heard Dungeons and Dragons. Same, same crowd. Crowd. Magic Gathering is like a card game. Okay. Role-playing game where you can base... It's basically D&D with cards, and you yeah. collect them, and you try to get the best deck, and you try to basically uh, beat other people with your cards. Like, I have a better right. card than you, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, a very complex game of war. Like Uno with cosplay. Sure. Nope. <laughs> I was just giving it to you. I know you were, and I loved it. <laughs> okay, well, that's exciting, then. It's coming to Netflix. For someone, it's exciting, yes. Yeah. But what about Magic, the Gathering of the Juggalos, and it's just all magicians that show up no. just to brighten I like people's it day can I, can I like I, it with magic? Can I help your pitch? Yes. Magic, the Gathering. We send Magic Johnson to the Gathering of the Juggalos. <sighs> and he just talks all out of school about all different things. Yeah. I like it. Okay. I mean, what if Magic brings a group of magicians? We combine everything. Oh. Okay. Sold. All right. Fantastic. Netflix, give us a call. Sounds real good, you guys. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> He's got a lot of music today. What's what's happening with your drops today? Right? I can't. I can't answer that. <laughs> I got no answers either. Hey, let's talk about some birthdays. From Gotham, Robin Lord Taylor, model Bar Raffaele, 
Russell Brand, Noah Wiley, Horatio Sands, Angelina Jolie, and one of our all-time favorite people. You can hear him in the afternoons right here on K-Rock with his partner, Klein. It is Ted Stryker. Hello? Are you guys? Yeah, that was just, I mean, that was incredible, that turtle. Man. But have you ever had anything wink at you? Years ago, a Volkswagen Beetle winked at me. A car winked at me. I was, I'll tell you where I was at. Good. The Bel Air Shop Easy Supermarket. Uh-huh. I was 13 years old. This Beetle pulled right in front of my car where I was sitting by myself, turned off the lights. I saw the owner get out of this car, this Beetle. And all of a sudden, not both had one headlight winked at me. It also had the 53. So a turtle winked at me and a VW Beetle. That's it. Down the rabbit hole I go. Goodbye, Kevin and Bean and Allie McKay. You guys are, uh, yeah. Okay. That was a weekend. <laughs> He's got to so be put in a home by now, right? Agreed. <laughs> I will never forget when he told me that he randomly got pills sent to him yep. in the mail that he didn't order. Mm-hmm. But he took them, and he's been ordering them ever since. Loves it, love it, love it. Gives me a lot of energy. That's like, what literally the... his story. And he has no idea what they are. No idea. Nope. But he just keeps getting them. <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ. Feels sort of like this is an intervention, right? Mm-hmm. With Allie, right? feels like it. I don't know why you strapped me to my chair. It was weird. <laughs> well, we love you, Allie, and mm-hmm. we have some things we think you need to hear. Okay. You need to reevaluate your life. We're worried that you're heading down a dangerous path. Oh, no. So when you get coffee, uh-huh. th- then what do you do? I drink it. Before you drink it, you add something to well, it. Well, you have you get black coffee. Let's start with that. Right. Yeah, I drink mm-hmm. black coffee, mm-hmm. and I um, add a little bit of Splenda. And a little bit. Define mm-hmm. that. It, it Honestly, it depends on the coffee. At home, I don't have as much Splenda because I really like the coffee I have at home. Mm-hmm. If it's a place, um, say, of business, like the one we're at, yes. mm-hmm. it's not um, quite the coffee that I enjoy as much. So you put so, out a Splenda? They don't splurge for mm-hmm. quality coffee at a place that serves hundreds of gallons right. a day. Mm-hmm. Right. So in a cup of coffee, um, I'll put in about five Splenda. <laughs> Five. Is that? But, but those Five are just Splenda. those are the little yellow packs. So well, yes, I think you, we all know we all, what you mean. Yeah. Yes. So well, if you poured Splenda. those out, it doesn't add up to that much. Yeah, but I think that they're put in that amount of you know small little packets because they're pretty serious. It's, you think that's a serving? Yeah. Oh, yes, that is crazy a serving. <laughs> no. no. I mean, I will use one Splenda in a cup of coffee, and it's plenty sweet, unless it's a really, really big coffee cup, mm-hmm. in which case I'll put two in. Two would okay. be... But two, you're li- you're going crazy, B. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Absolutely <laughs> an, that's a, absolutely a sugar overload okay. is what that is with two. I just say, and this is what I say to you every time you get coffee... Mm-hmm. Why do you buy coffee? You don't like coffee, clearly. I, I love coffee. Um, well, I just it, want it to not taste as uh, here. As coffee. It does taste like ass here. It's not great. It is <laughs> not great. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But five Splendas. I, yeah. That's a lot. It, I, it appears that it is because all of you were absolutely shocked. I'm gobsmacked. And by yeah. the way, I would invite any listeners who can top it. If you put more sugar in your coffee than Allie does... 
please call me right now at 1-800-520-1067. I don't think we're going to find anybody. I would be interested to see if I poured the Splenda onto like a spoon. I know, you keep it, saying this. If it added up to like <laughs> uh, This is how you're living with yourself. Spoon. No, I understand. Can or, I read you uh, what we found out the sweetness of Splenda and why it happened? Sure. It's a compound called sucralose, uh-huh. a type of indigestible artificial sugar. Let's start right there. Indigestible. <laughs> this is made by replacing certain atoms in sugar with atoms of chlorine. I love swimming. <laughs> <laughs> How is there chlorine? By the way, I'm also a Splenda fan. I'm down with Allie on that. I, I think it is easily the best sweetener. Yeah, and we've always heard it's the safest of the groupings. I, lo- yeah. I mean, I honestly... But it's indigestible. Wasn't that scare anyone? Well, imagine what's, I didn't in, know that. imagine what's in the other one. <laughs> I think sweet and low sweet and low tastes like rat poison to me. It's Awful. It's, okay. It's nothing but chemicals. So I'm totally down with Splenda. I just can't believe you're you're pouring a whole box of Splenda into a cup of coffee. I'm not. I'm just opening five tiny packets. Oh, here's a thing that should make you feel better about uh-huh. yourself, though. Recent research published in the International Journal of Occupational and Environmental Health suggests that Splenda Nerds. may play a role in certain cancers. I've had cancer twice. I'm fine. <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> yeah. Lightning doesn't strike three right. times. Okay. I'm good. That's not how I would interpret that. And I would by the say way, maybe the Splenda cancer before the cancer did. Do you think this is foreshadowing? I've only had cancer once, and I said twice way too oh, quick. No. Oh, no. Wow. That got dark. Wow. All right, let's meet uh, Let's meet our new friend, Alex. Uh, he or she is in Irvine. Up first, line one, please. Hey, Alex. Hi, how's it going? Good, thank you. Can you beat five Splendas? Easy. I put eight regular sugar packets into my uh, tea or coffee when I drink it, and eight is a minimum. Wow. Ooh, what's the maximum? <laughs> 150. <laughs> Alex, are you bouncing I, off the walls or what, man? No, I, I fall asleep. I think I go into diabetic coma or something, but I'm not diabetic or anything. Soon. But I think I've gone up to 12 packets. Oh, 12? 12. 12 wow. packets? And you're talking about actual full-strength sugar. Sugar. So it is. Yeah, so I mean, Jensen made a joke head. earlier about a pixie stick, about just pouring a pixie stick into a cup of coffee. Literally, literally, that's what you're doing. Oh, yeah. When I'm at home, I have a huge container, and I just pour it, and I don't tell a quarter of the cup fills up with sugar, and I don't stop. Wow. I'm looking pretty good. You, you really, really are. are. You <laughs> seem healthy. <laughs> that is unbelievable. A, a, a fourth of his cup of coffee is sugar, you guys. I hope Alex doesn't like his foot because they're going to eventually take that baby <laughs> That's off. going away I soon. Mean, you're drinking, you're, you drink coffee with a spoon, right? Like you can't drink it. It's solid. No, no. it's pretty. Uh, I dissolve it. It takes a little while. But it's a little embarrassing at work because I have a pile of little packets just piles up. It should be. Yeah, yeah. that's People amazing. probably judge you, Alex, like my coworkers, and it's, it's sad. I imagine it's Alex sad. at work with just like a Scarface-esque desk in front of him just <laughs> topped with sugar mounds. Thank you for the call, Alex. We appreciate it. Keep doing what you're doing in your final years. All right, let's talk to Chris Anaheim Hills up next. Line two, please, on the Kevin and Bean Show. Morning, Chris. What's up, guys? Good morning. Good morning. Oh. You sound pretty oh, hyped up. Had your, had your coffee this morning, have you? Oh, man. You know. Coffee, actually, Splenda with a side of coffee. All right. How so many? My, my strategy when I grab a coffee, small, medium, large, is to, uh, with my forefinger and thumb, grab as many Splenda packages as I can, and in one fell, fell swoop tear, that's how many Splenda packets I'll use. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So You're, basically how many you could fit in that small amount. You could, I assume, a decent amount. 
That's a weird restriction to put on yourself if you're just going to get a bunch of splinters. It's like, well, I can't be the guy that's standing there constantly open 10 packets. So if I grab them all at once, then I sort of just fit in with a guy next to me that uses one. And I would say on average maybe, I think I can tear maybe like nine. Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, you've had a good run. Right? <laughs> Allie is the healthiest person Thank I know. You. That's I didn't amazing. Think it would go this way. I had no idea. I honestly thought Allie would be the tops. Thank you, Chris. We appreciate it. All right, let's switch gears a little bit. Go, go down to line eight, please. Let's go to Glendale. Say hi to our man, Rob, because he gets us out of the sugar realm and into somewhere else. Hey, Rob. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, Good morning. You. So you claim you like coffee, but then once you have it in a cup, what do you do to it? Okay, I have the black coffee, and I'm obsessed with the number seven. Um, oh. Ever grow, growing up, um, I played baseball. It was number seven. Um, when I put on deodorant, I have to put on seven rolls on each side. Uh, when I drink my coffee, I it's not Splenda. I do sweet and low. Okay, sweet and low. Okay, and I'll grab I'll grab seven sweet and low, put it in my coffee. Doesn't matter if it's a big cup, small cup. Um, but after that, I'm a cream guy, so I'm also squirting in seven yeah, squirted. pumps of what? of cream. Yeah, seven seven what? Seven pumps of cream. Okay, thank you. <laughs> like like fresh vanilla is my favorite. Yeah. Hazelnut. Mm-hmm. You know, I gotta have that cream to go with my my sweet and low. Gotta so. have that cream. Seven sugars Absolutely. and seven creams in a cup of coffee, Okay, that, that's a, yes, that's a lot. Rob, I mean, that's, um, that's yeah. a dessert. Yeah. That's what that is. It's a dessert. Also, I have some medication you might want, Rob. It's <laughs> <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K-Rock. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through, you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Time to give you Weenie Rose tickets. Limp Biscuit will be there along with 311 Silversome Pickups, Snoop Dogg, Ex-Ambassadors, The Lumineers, and more. We are giving away right now Bud Light VIP party tickets. If you're 21 and up and on the line, it's time to play Limp Biscuit version of Listeroki. Hit it, Steve. Listeroki, Listeroki, that's the game we're going to play. Listeroki, Listeroki. Just sing us your favorite biscuit song. If you are the best on the line, you stay on the line. Otherwise, you get bumped by the next caller. 1-800-520-1067. Who's up first? First is uh, Tony in Ontario. Good morning, Tony. What up, what up, what up? What are you going to sing for us? Uh, I'm going to try out break stuff. All right, great choice. Hey, let me give the, this advice for you and the other callers on the line is some of the Limp Biscuit language in their <laughs> songs is not radio appropriate. So if you could try to censor yourself as you go, we appreciate it. Here's Tony 
with his version of Break Stuff. It's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. Everything is, everybody sucks. You don't really know why, but you want to justify ripping someone's head off. You best step into stay away, mother. It's just one of those days. All right. <laughs> All right, take it easy. All right, Tony. Okay. Okay. How's going on? I don't know. I'd like to hear more. Stop <laughs> when you're it ahead. Was wonderful. T- Tony is the best we've heard in this entire game so far. So he stays on hold. Let's see who his competitors are going to be. Edgar in uh, Sun Valley. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Morning. Uh, good morning. I called, I called for the Snoop Dogg one, so I'm going to try my best now for the Limp Bizkit one. All, All right. right. <laughs> All right. Well, if you win the tickets, you get to see both on Saturday. What song are you going to do for us? I'm going to do Nikki. Love it. Let's hear it. Any, love it. Anytime. Let's hear it. Love it. We love it. I Let's hear it. I came into this world as a reject. Look at these eyes. Then you see the side of these flames. Dwelling on the past. It's burning in my brain. Everyone that burns has to learn from the pain. Hey, I think about that day. My girlie ran away with my pain. When fellas came to play. Now she's stuck with my homies. That and I'm just a sucker with the love in my throat. Mm. Uh, nope. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. nope. It's Tony. I feel I'm Team Tony. Yeah. Tony. Sorry. Thank you, though. Thank you for trying. We appreciate it. All At right. least our phones are awesome. Right? Yeah. yeah. I love that. What the F, by the way? Seriously. Sabrina and Stanton, good morning. Good morning. What song are you going to do for us? Uh, boiler. All right. Okay. I don't know if I should start from the beginning or the middle. You or the whatever, end. You, yeah, whatever you feel. Hey. Whatever you're feeling. Yeah, you're the okay. artist here. It's not for us to tell you how to entertain. Yeah, you're you not just... Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> we, 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 we let you be you. All right, Tony's okay. break stuff is in the lead, but that's only because we haven't heard Sabrina do Boiler. Good luck. It used to be a lie, and now it feels pathetic. And now I get it. What's done is done. You just leave it alone and don't regret it. Sometimes some things turn into dumb things, and that's when you put your foot down. Why did I have to go and meet somebody like you? Like you. Why did you have to go and hurt somebody like me? Okay. Like me. All right. All right. How could Thank you do with somebody okay. like that? All right. All right. Okay. All right. Here's what I'll say. She has the sweetest damn voice I've ever heard yeah. in my life. Agreed. And I wish her and Tony could go together. <laughs> like a, like a like, harmonizer? Like aggressive and yeah. then sweet together. So wait, we're still yeah. we're still Team Tony? Oh, I'm afraid so. I'm oh. sorry, yeah, Sabrina. So close, no. though. Sorry, it Sabrina. It was a very oh. nice effort, though, and we appreciate you listing. Thank you. And maybe Tony will take her if he wins. Sure. All right. Uh, give, me, uh, give me Mike. Mike and Montebello. Good morning. Hey, boys and girls, what's going on? Okay. Well, we're uh, hooking you up with Limp Biscuit tickets as one of the many great bands performing this Saturday on the beach for the K-Rock Weenie Roast. You're singing your favorite Biscuit song, and that is what? So I like to take a look around. All right. Oh, all right. Okay. Soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Let's do it. Uh, follow me into a solo. Remember that, Kevin. So what you want to do? And where you going to run when you're staring down the cable of a mic pointed at your grill like a gun? Limp Biscuit is rocking the set. It's like Russian roulette when you're placing the bet. So don't be upset when you're broke and you're done, because I'll be the one till I'm dead. I don't why you want to hate me. Now I know why you want to hate me. I don't know why you want to hate me. Because, hey, it's all the real that's even seen right there. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Yeah. Mike moves I mean, on. I love it. Yeah. Are we Team Mike? Yes, yeah, we are. Oh, Tony, I'm so sorry. You hung on there for a few rounds, oh, but man. it is knockout style. He really brought it at the end mm-hmm. there, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we got time for a couple more. Who's up next? Carlos in El Segundo. Good morning. Hey, morning party people. C- Carlos, a lot of competition this morning on the lines for these Weenie Rose tickets. What are you going to sing for us? 
Well, I got a special version of uh, Roland uh, done by Will Sasto on Mad TV. Very specific. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> this is the wow. kind of specific yes. detail yeah. we appreciate wow. on Kevin and Bean. There we go. I, I remember. So it's, uh, it's called Posing. Here we go. Okay. Ready? Raps in and rocks out. Although to beat down, blow out, sell out. Tell you what you gotta do now. Arms crossed and hands out. Head back like a clown. Back up, back up. Tell you what you gotta do now. Keep posing, 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 posing. Keep posing, posing, posing. Now you know you wanna pose like this right here. F A K E. Gangsters right here. Frat boys in the house. I think like they're from the hood. Cause if you look good, then we look good. It's eeny, meeny, miny to the mo. It doesn't even matter what the lyrics are, yo. So put your right hand in and put your right hand out and do the hokey pokey and you shake it all about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was um, unexpected. Mm-hmm. I um, loved it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it as well. It had a definite level of def- uh, difficulty that the others didn't. Right. But I still feel I that Mike so brought a little Mike. more biscuit. Yeah. 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 I think Montebello Mike brought a little bit more mm-hmm. biscuit. I'm so sorry. Thank you. But when we do our Will Sasso Iroki, <laughs> we know who to go to. <laughs> I feel like maybe just one more, Kevin. All yeah. right. Let's make it Melissa in Huntington Beach. Good morning. Good morning. What song are you going to do for uh, us? I'm going to sing um, Limp Biscuits version of faith fantastic okay. okay now this is the final this is the final round here so you really got to go for the knockout okay you can't win okay. on points here because mike's way ahead okay okay well i guess it would be nice if i could touch your body i know not everybody has got a body like me but i gotta think twice before i give my heart away and i know all the games you play because i play them too Oh, but I need some time off from that emotion. Time to pick my heart up off the floor when that love comes down. Okay. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no, no. Let Let it go. Gotta do the drop. Okay, but how stop long do we it. have? Keep going. Don't, don't stop, Jesus. Shut up, right. Come on. She started it a minute late, but go ahead. Let her go. <laughs> Keep going? Yes. yes. Well, we gotta, gotta get to the part. Faith, faith, faith. I've gotta have faith, faith, faith. You gotta have faith. Oh. You okay. have never oh. heard that song. I don't yeah. know. I had she's her. Do, she's yeah. doing George Michael. That's yeah. the problem. Mike, here. baby. She's oh. just doing George Michael, not Limp Bizkit. I, I thought but, she was going to rough it up there. But thank yeah. yeah, that's what we're hoping yeah. for. Thank you very much. That's hey, what we uh, hoped for for five minutes. <laughs> hey, Mike. Uh, let's take a look around. He's on line four. <laughs> hey, Mike. Hey, hey. <laughs> I hope that you're going to be singing along with your song when you see Limp Biscuit this Saturday at the K-Rock Weedy Rose Lujan Beach Party. No, I will be. And just for that girl, she feel with, you got to have Yeah! yeah. yeah. <laughs> listen to Rokey, listen to Rokey. Thanks for playing our game. Listen to Rokey, listen to Rokey. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Allie has had a hell of a day Whew. on the program today. Mm-hmm. She is, she's nailing it. Yeah. On fire. Yeah. On fire. And fuego. Mm. That's I, you. I can't wait to hear what you've got for your final what's happening here on this Tuesday. Well, I, I feel like I owe the listeners something. <laughs> I feel like you do today. too. How about a pair of passes to see the Lumineers on Jimmy Kimmel Live this Friday? Yeah, we're all going to see him Saturday on the beach, you know, for weenie roast sure. on Saturday. But you but guys I mean, see him in a TV studio. I guess that's cool, too. I mean, whatever. That'll be <laughs> fine for you. It's a pretty great uh, I'm sure Limp Biscuit will be there. 
They won't. Oh. Um, yeah, they're just going to be there Saturday. Well, probably Snoop um, will be there then June at Kimmel. Eight. Nope, just for us Saturday at Doheny. Hmm. Yeah. Lumineers will be there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes. Lumineers. That's Lumineers will be there. See the Lumineers. They'll probably do like an hour, though. On Jimmy Kimmel Live this Friday. Listen, I'm trying to give these away. Listen, give them away. They're amazing. 1-800-520-1067. Let's take callers 15 through 20. 19. 15 through 19. I told you you she's on fire today. She really is. So 15 through 19, correct? Yeah, we'll take those callers. Oh, no. This is bad. This is bad. I don't like it. That's my brain all morning. Like We have to start doing things that just make us look like we've got our act together here because we're all looking just really, really, really sloppy. I mean, I don't, I don't wanna, know that we're all I don't looking that way. I don't want to put it on my coworkers, <laughs> sir. That's, that goes to me, and I apologize. Guys, Kermit the Frog. Yes. <laughs> Miss Piggy, Fozzie Bear, and the rest of the Muppets are all coming back to movie theaters to celebrate the 40th anniversary of their first feature film, The Muppet Movie. Right? Cat's mom and Fozzie, <laughs> both excited. You're going to have two chances this July when the Muppet movie returns to more than 700 movie theaters nationwide. It's going to play on July 25th and the 30th at both 12.30 p.m. and 7 p.m. local time, courtesy of Fathom Events, the Jim Henson Company, and Universal Pictures. I'm all over that. Love that Was movie. that the best Muppet movie? Not for me. Muppets Take Manhattan is my favorite. Yeah, that was pretty great. Oh, it is good. Somebody's getting this, married. This is the one with the uh, Rainbow Connection. Yeah, yeah this right? is the one. Yeah. yeah, it was up uh, for an Oscar nomination for the yeah. best uh, song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, remember? And didn't Kermie perform it? Mm-hmm. Oh. Frog here. Please stop making fun of me. Sorry, Jensen. <laughs> like right in front of you. That's just mean, Seems right? mean. So one of our favorites is soon going to bask in the glow of Oscar gold. Following a vote by its board of governors yesterday, the Academy announced that they're going to present an honorary Oscar to Twin Peaks mastermind director David Lynch. Interesting. All right. Actress Gina Davis is going to receive the Jean Herschelt Humanitarian Award for her continued work to advance gender equality in the film industry. So, a couple awards to a couple good people. I have weird feelings about these honorary Oscars. Okay. Because I feel like a lot of times they give them to people who have done Oscar-quality work but never won an Oscar. Mm-hmm. So, it kind of seems like a runner-up prize. Like, you didn't actually win one what we're going to pretend you did. Here's this fake Oscar. Well, except for the idea that the individual Oscars are for one piece of work and the right. honorary ones are for body of work. Because I certainly feel like David Lynch oh, yeah, he's the could have won one. Love him. You know, right. for, mm-hmm. for Elephant, Elephant Drive. Man or for, yeah, Blue Lost Velvet. Highway. We're yeah, just saying I mean, movies together at the same time. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is you say yeah. one. So you good. say one <laughs> in a second. Okay, go. Ready? One, two, three. Straight story. Oh, he's had so many... So many great movies that he should have, could have won an Oscar for. Right. But he didn't. Right. Right. So would you rather then, by that thinking, not give him one? Good question. I don't know. I guess it depends on how he feels about it. Does he feel like it's just a... It's just a, a, a I think uh, it's great. Oh, there he was. There he was. <laughs> Do you know how great... A participation prize. His speech is going to be like. great. Yes, yeah. agreed. It's yeah, gonna that's true. filled with drops. That's Can't probably wait. true. Yeah. A lot of meditation talk. Do you guys remember when he was on the corner of La Brea, or was it Highland? Uh, La Brea and Sunset. He was trying to get an Oscar for a movie he made called Inland Empire and it was just him and a cow 
Do you guys uh, I don't remember, remember that. Is this a fever dream? No, for or? real. This really happened. I don't remember You that. can Google okay. it. That's awesome. He, he just sat on the corner with a cow and a sign that said... Like a real cow. Yes, a real cow. Okay. Living cow. And with a sign that just said, like, nominate me for an Oscar for Inland Empire. Laura Dern was the actress he was promoting. And he just sat there for hours. And people went up and talked to him. And I video. love it. It was great. And I'm saying he He's deserves an Oscar. Give it to him He now. is a genius. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you've turned me around on There you go. Okay. He should have gotten this honorary Oscar years ago. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. What took so long? Was it the cow story that That's made you That's what change? turned him, yeah. That's what turned him, yeah. Thank you, Diane. <laughs> there he was. There you are. Guys, Tracy Morgan has been named host of the 2019 ESPYs. It's going to be broadcast live on ABC on Wednesday, July 10th from Microsoft Theater here in Los Angeles. Good enough for me, Diane. Okay, well, he's in. All right. And you have some thoughts on this as a former ESPYs writer. Yeah, this will be my first year. I've done the last five. This will mm-hmm. be my first year off in a while. I think it's going to be great. There I love go. when comedians do it. We've had athletes mostly for the last few years, but I think this is going to be good. I'm not saying last year was painful. Uh, yeah, it was. I'll it, say it. it yeah. yeah Dan- was last year Peyton? No, it was no. Danica. Peyton was great. Oh, yeah. Peyton was really good. Uh, Danica, she uh, honestly, I know this sounds, this is a little bit of a participation Oscar, but she really did her best. Right. Okay. Yeah. She. I mean, it's hard. It's a difficult job to go up there and host, and she's, you know, rarely done any hosting, so it showed. What's that song? I gave my best, but I guess my best wasn't good enough. Sure. And here we are back where we were before. Seems like we're really changing. Why are you lighting all those candles around you? Was that a James Ingram song, Bean? I think so. I think that's exactly what you're Was that just once? I think it was. Just once. Good pull. Good pull. Why did you start singing it? Uh, Because it's I did my best, but I guess my best wasn't good Mm. enough, which... All right, listen... I, uh, I've had a day. Let's call it. And let's call it, shall what we? What the hell? I right? agree, yeah. Mr. Lynch. <laughs> Happy birthday, Angelina Jolie, Horatio Sands, Noah Wiley, Russell Brand, Bar Raffaele, Robin Lord Taylor, and one of our all-time favorite human beings. We've been honoring him all morning with some of his calls to the Afro line. And I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to think there's no way this dude is real. He is real and he is glorious. Happy birthday, Ted Stryker. Hello? Hello, Kevin? Allie Bean, are you guys there? It's Stryker. I don't know if the beep went off. You guys think that he knows that he's calling an answering machine? Because every (laughs) single time he asks if we're here. Hello? Like we're going to hear it and oh, hey, Stryker, and pick up. Magic. Makes no sense. I just wanted to uh, let you guys know on the outro line because I got no one to call. I'm still down the rabbit hole. I'm on the rabbit hole and the Amazon pills that were delivered and I feel so good. It's like Tez Candy. The mouth opens up and I just toss it right in and it's so good. All right, so... The other day, I went snorkeling in the Pacific Ocean. I wasn't even that cold. And as I'm floating above the water, <laughs> down below me, I saw a turtle. And you guys know I love lizards. Mm-hmm. They get on the heat square. There's a turtle, but not like an eighth-grade science turtle. This was the biggest turtle I've ever seen. So as I'm floating above this turtle, and I can't even believe this turtle is there. You guys have no idea how happy I was in the ocean at this point. The turtle, as I'm existing in his universe, looks at me and winked at me. The turtle <laughs> winked at me. The, I, I just, I was, I got like, I, my what? Oh, man. <laughs> I love Birthday, him. baby. So 
much. He's a miracle. And that's enough said about that. Right? All right. Happy birthday, Stryker. And that's what's happening. Thanks, Ellie. And your drive home today, listen to a commercial-free 5 p.m. hour. Random act of helpfulness with the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new show. We've got uh, Clown This, by the way, in studio. Really? Clown this. The real guy. Yes. It all started from a phone call from his manager, and now look, he's yep. going to be sitting here with us. Unbelievable. And we're going to book him for Weenie Rose, because mm-hmm. we're still doing that kind of thing. <laughs> we got a couple days left. Uh, the International Man of Mystery, Doto, will join us. Oh, I'm oh. very excited. <laughs> Bean makes us guess, and uh, K-Rock Weenie Rose Luau and Beach Party tickets as well. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.